Tell me why they envy me Lord, I pray you defend me from my enemy 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 Defend me, no, no, no Breaking news right now, the possible impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy speaking. Let's listen. You know, the months that we were gone and the weeks, House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the President joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. Now, I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. The American people deserve to know 
that the public offices are not for sale, and that the federal government is not being used to cover up the actions of a politically associated family. Now, I would encourage the president and his team to fully cooperate with this investigation in the interests of transparency. We are committed to getting the answers for the American public. Nothing more, nothing less. We will go wherever the evidence takes us. Russian leader Vladimir Putin has openly threatened the United States. The deconfliction between Russia and Israel started with the destruction of the munitions belonging to Russia by Israel. The Israeli army has launched a large-scale air operation against Russian-backed Hezbollah forces. The Israeli military's targeting of Russian-backed Hezbollah forces located within the borders of Syria has led to further deceleration of tensions between Russia and the United States. Russian government officials claim that Russian munitions were also targeted during this Israeli attack. The allegations that the Wagner mercenary company operating in Russia trained the Hamas militia became the beginning of tensions between Israel and Russia, according to Ukrainian intelligence statements. The Hamas militia underwent a wide-ranging training program at Wagner military training camps before the start of the war. When the images of Hamas drone attacks are watched, it can be clearly understood that these attacks are Wagner tactics. Hezbollah's allegations that Russian-made missiles were used in the airstrikes against Israel have caused tensions between the two countries to increase further. It is a well-known fact that the most used anti-tank missiles by Hezbollah are Russian-made Cornet missiles. As it is known, U.S. President Joe Biden has decided to increase the number of aircraft carriers in the eastern Mediterranean. In his latest statement, he said that they will send unprecedented military support to Israel until now. In response, Vladimir Putin said, MiG-31 aircraft carrying Kinjal missiles have begun patrolling the Black Sea. American aircraft carriers stationed in the Mediterranean are within range of Russia's Kinjal hypersonic missiles in the Black Sea. I'm not saying this as a threat, I'm saying this as information. Just a reminder, shortly after this verbal altercation between the United States and Russia, the Israeli army carried out an airstrike on Hezbollah forces located within the borders of Syria. But the main interesting thing is that the ammunition and weapons destroyed in this attack belong to Russia. The Israeli army has targeted several areas along the Syrian border in order to prevent Hezbollah's airstrikes on Israel. Many areas belonging to Hezbollah forces, such as army buildings, military outposts and training camps, are being hit by the Israeli army. However, it is said that a large number of Russian-made weapons and ammunition were destroyed at the police station belonging to the Hezbollah militia, which was heavily damaged in the latest Israeli airstrike. According to statements by Russian opposition officials, the main reason why tensions between Israel and Russia have risen so much is that Israel has made Russian munitions a target. However, the Russian government does not seem to be able to explain this, as it cannot officially provide any military support to Hezbollah forces. The Israeli army has to hit areas belonging to Hezbollah forces on the Syrian border. However, the fact that Russian weapons and ammunition are located in these military outposts does not concern Israel. It is a matter of great curiosity whether Israel, which is in a state of war, deliberately shot down Russian munitions. He had previously raised this issue in Turkey, 
which has been fighting a war within the borders of Syria for many years. The Turkish government, which stated that the organizations operating within the borders of Syria were armed by Russia, had experienced tension with Russia on this issue. However, the Russian government has denied Turkey's statements. It is a well-known fact that Russia provides military support to Syria. However, Russia is said to have sent artillery systems to Syria after the Israeli military recently carried out airstrikes on military airports in Damascus and Aleppo. Do you think this war between Israel and Hamas will lead to the start of a new Cold War between the United States and Russia? The Russian government has made a recent statement that they will send aid to Gaza. Now it has been announced that a Russian plane carrying 27 tons of humanitarian aid supplies for the population of the Gaza Strip has reached Egypt. It was stated that the cargo will be delivered to aid organizations located in Egypt for delivery to Gaza. The United States, on the other hand, announced that it was sending new armored vehicles for the Israeli army. In his latest statement, the Israeli defense minister sent a message that they will definitely launch a ground operation. We see Gaza from afar. We will soon see it from the inside, the Israeli minister said, adding that eliminating Hamas will not be easy and will take time. As it is known, it is believed that the reason for the U.S. sending an aircraft carrier to the eastern Mediterranean is due to Iran. The main task of these aircraft carriers sent in case of any attack by Iran on Israel is to prevent these attacks by Iran. The Pentagon administration is intimidating Iran with these Navy ships in the eastern Mediterranean. However, the most reaction to the U.S. sending an aircraft carrier to the eastern Mediterranean came from Turkey. Despite the fact that Turkey is a NATO country, it attracted quite a lot of attention that it reacted so harshly against the United States. Turkish President Erdogan has made moves against the United States, sending Turkish Navy ships near the eastern Mediterranean. What could be the main purpose of Erdogan, who expressed that they would hold a military exercise here? This deconfliction between Israel and Hamas has forced many countries to choose sides. European countries such as the United States, Great Britain, France, Germany are next to Israel, while Muslim and Arab countries are next to Palestine. For this reason, this war began to turn more into a Jewish-Muslim war. Speaking at the Arab parliament, the Libyan delegate announced that they would transfer weapons from Libya to Gaza if the borders were opened and expressed support for Hamas. On the other hand, the Egyptian president and the Jordanian king made a joint statement. The two, who canceled their meetings with U.S. President Joe Biden, met in Cairo. After their summit, the Egyptian president and the Jordanian king expressed their rejection of the forced displacement of Palestinians. The war between Israel and the Hamas militia is creating even greater decadence every day. The Qassam brigades carried out an attack on the Israeli city of Nedevot in response the Israeli military launched airstrikes on the areas they targeted in Gaza. The Israeli army, which is fighting on three different fronts, also continues to hit Hezbollah forces in Syria and Lebanon. After allegations that Hezbollah would launch attacks on Israel through the Lebanese borders, the Israeli military began to increase security measures. The Israeli army, which evacuated a four-kilometer area on the Lebanese border, has already sent armored vehicles and soldiers to the Lebanese border.
With the increasing claims that a new war will break out between Israel and Lebanon, the U.S. Embassy has asked its citizens who are in Lebanon to leave the country immediately. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu has also requested support from the U.K. ahead of the ground operation he will launch against Gaza. Netanyahu stated that the Gaza war will last a long time and Israel needs the support of the U.K. During his speech, Netanyahu expressed that they would not back down, said that they would defeat Hamas and release the hostages. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu said that the whole world must unite to eliminate Hamas and that the war against Hamas is not only Israel's war, but the entire world's war. Russian leader Vladimir See fam, you gotta realize something. Israel started that Hamas stuff. I'm assuming they started the Hamas stuff to oppress the Pakistani and they and they um situation. Now they fighting the people that they created. And if you heard on my other podcast, guy was talking about how they trying to move the Pakistan people away from the country so they can build a railroad all the way to Europe and all that. And this is a Jewish and a Muslim war. You know, so we see the Jewish people, ISH, people who pertaining to be the children of God but they are really the children of Satan, according to the scriptures. The scripture says it. I didn't. So, I'm understanding if, if the Muslim world is going to let the Jewish world push them and continue pushing them far away, and then how far are they going to push them? Because we already know that they are not the people of that land. We already know they are not the people of that book. They are, they are allies of people of the United States. Because the people that came from over there is some sort of in cahoots with the people in the United States so that they can have leverage or have ground people who stand that they can steal people resources around the country and around the globe. Because Israel and the United States are the same people, just like Israel, United States, and Britain. And now Israel, you hear Israel is begging Britain to come on and help them fight this this devil war. Right? Now, these people done stole people land. They done oppressed these people all this time. And then when these people are tired of being oppressed, then they want to send up their bombs and rockets and stuff. But Israel, see, Israel's a bully, y'all. And I'm going to tell you how Israel's a bully. The Jewish people. See, they had to go get United States because they're afraid of Iran. Because they know Iran about that life and they ain't trying to deal with Iran. So they need somebody to help them because they already know that they can't, Iran gonna give them the fight that they can't, they ain't gonna win. They ain't gonna secure a win. 
Now, they fighting these little countries trying to secure a win so that they could continue pushing their, their land and their country and their land mass closer to other countries so they can push them out. But they don't see that. These Muslims and all these people, they don't see that. They want to fight amongst each other. Which the, which, which the man of non-pigmentation is putting out over there. Oh, y'all fight this. They, they, they tripping, y'all. Here go, here go $100 million. We need to get them out of the way because they tripping. So now you fighting the same person that family been in that land forever that looks like you and had the same formality as you and you want to sit up here and fight him over a Caucasian non-pigmentation man because that's all they are are non-pigmentation people and when non-pigmentation people get into their wicked ways then this is what we get I'm stressing y'all sisters out here, man. I'm putting, I'm banging on these tom-tom sisters. Y'all need to get your mind straight. Because y'all ain't gonna be about this life right here. Because you see the manifesting that the Most High is showing y'all that this war is getting ready to calculate because this is Bible prophecy and the Most High trying to prepare y'all and getting his watchmen to tell y'all this and tell y'all that and watch out for this and watch out for that. Now, it's on you to take it and do your and do diligent investigation or leave it alone and suffer the wrath with your friends, family, and children. Let's analyze. I'm shocked. Maryland Youth Detention Centers have the highest rate of sexual abuse in the nation. Can you believe that? More than a third of the kids reported abuse just last year alone. That's just horrifying. Our governor thankfully has passed a law that is providing assistance for survivors no matter how long ago it happened. If you know anyone who was abused while a student at Charles H. Hickey Jr. School, there's a link with free info below. No one should live life as a statistic. Get the justice deserved. So I wanted y'all to understand this in the world to listen to this. These are what these people are doing. They stealing our children and they raping them. And then they having the mindset to go out here and do this foolishness of homosexuality and all this other stuff. We allow, we allow these governments, we allow these, 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 these non-pigmentation people to put up procedures and put these, put our people in a bad situation. Faith, you always blaming non-pigmentation people. You always blaming non-pigmentation people. You should be blaming yourself, and they should be blaming yourself. You always, you always blaming the non-pigmentation people. You need to stop that. You need to stop that. We need to get along. I hear you, bro. I hear you, man. I wish we can get along. But are you talking in feelings, bruh? 
are you talking in facts? Because, bro, I'm not even talking in feelings. I'm talking in facts. Everything, the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman did on this earth, 95% of it is wicked. They got to do something positive for the wickedness to come out of it. They got to get you on board because you already see this, how the news media try to get you on board, get your mindset on board with this propaganda and lies. And then when when it start to fall into place, then you be like, oh, okay, oh, okay. And then you accept it. And accepting, we we always want to accept stuff. As black men and black women, Latino man and Latino woman, and Native Indian man and Native Indian woman, we always want to accept things. I already showed you all of the crafty counseling that America and, and America and their policies and procedures do on us in the world. And we so we so in a delusional state, we're so ignorant to the fact that we're in a trap hat. You know, we all in a trap maze and we feeling around our maze. We cross reference with other people and this and that. And then all this, we can't even have good relationships. We can't have good communication. We can't even love each other. We don't even value each other. We don't even respect each other. We don't even throw loyalty to each other. All that was inherited to us by the non-pigmentation people. The non-pigmentation people taught us, showed us, created us how to be wicked, how to be ignorant, how to be ruthless, and how to be unlovable. And I know, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I know 95% of us black men and black women, I can only speak for us at this point, that we have love in our heart. And we just don't know how to develop the love so it can be a good thing. Because we can't learn how to nourish love, understand love, and how to deal with the disappointment of love. Because there's no balance. Women, y'all don't have balance. And most men don't have balance. And when you don't have balance, you allow stupid stuff to happen just like this. Raping our children. Stealing our children. Killing our children taking their 
taking their melon out of their body and then putting it on them. So my question to y'all is, why do non-pigmentation people want to have pigmentation in their skin? If they so proud to be who they are, if they're proud as a nation of people, why are they trying to color their skin? They always telling us we curse by our color. That's what they was telling me when I was young. I was hearing it. They was telling it to our grandparents and our great-grandparents. Because the Caucasian mentally gave us a mentally disrupted mindset, mentally disrupted heart set. So, I don't know what the thing is. I don't know what the thing's supposed to be. But we got to understand, fam. We got to understand. The earth it's given to the hands of the wicked. And you hearing these guys up in Israel talking about the world should do this to this and this. And them the same people. Now they talking about the world should do on Hamas. And I'm telling the world. I'm telling the whole world that's listening to my voice now those people over there they furnished the slave ships they had our forefathers in captivity they did the ruthless murder beating killing and then they talk about their holocaust but they was a part of our holocaust and continue to be a part of our holocaust they stole our land they stole our identity Now, they, and, and they stole the position that we supposed to be in. But they doing the position in a wicked way. We supposed to be in the position of doing it in a righteous way that everybody will be peaceful and have joyful life. But they want to keep your knee on your neck, keeping oppressing you. And you heard in my podcast about this Jewish woman saying, ain't nobody other people a threat in this world but young black men in America. Why did that white Jewish woman say that? Why did that non-pigmentation Jewish woman say that? There's, they ain't threatened by nobody in this whole world only they threat 
lot of young black men in America. Why is that? Because the Most High waking them up. The Most High showing them they the true children of God. The Most High giving them the spirit. The Most High giving them, when the Most High put the spirit of war in their heart, and put the spirit of uh, um, the spirit of non-fear in their soul, then they already know it's over. Because they already know the Bible prophecy. Because if they, they already know that we are waking up and we already know that you're not the true children of God. And when you found out that you know that the lines that we say is true and the lines that y'all forefathers say is a lie, now y'all got to get up. Y'all got to go. Y'all got to get up and go. Now, if any one of y'all in this world that's hearing my voice or know somebody that talking about save Israel, then they are the devil. Because if these people are the children of God, do you think the children of God act the way they do? If they supposed to be ruling the world, they supposed to be the, the, the eye of the apple of the most high? Because it doesn't make any sense to me, y'all. Because if the most high put our forefathers in bondage and slavery and, and this whole 400 years of torture for the, the wickedness of not doing the law. Now, these people saying that they're the true children of God and they're supposed to be doing the law and look at all this wickedness in the world they're allowed to do. They got homosexuality parades in the Holy Land. They raping little boys in the Holy Land. They prostituting in the Holy Land. But they supposed to be the children of God. And one thing, if you hear my podcast, y'all, one thing I want to tell you, I ain't going to tell you, there you go, Faith, there you go. All right, man. I'll tell you. If you heard in my podcast, a guy was talking about the difference between pigmentation and non-pigmentation. He says, when you have pigmentation, it gives you a stronger and a higher frequency to your spirituality of the God, the Most High. When you don't have pigmentation, It lessens your vibrations to the most high. So, 
if the most high had made them who is them the non-pigmentation people the true children of God why is the frequency of their spirituality is so low up this phase just trying to holler at y'all see what's going on had a lot on my mind reminiscing trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind trying to figure out some puzzles I'm not here to start nothing I ain't trying to start nothing just got some things that I want to get done some things that I want to get solved some things I want to enlighten myself with so maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts hope so very intellectual so if you get time just holler at me i'm reminiscing all in my room just trying to figure out a whole lot of things until then y'all have a great day and thank you for coming in and listening to me thanks supporting Israeli tanks and infantry carrying out increased ground raids. An Israeli spokesman says they're targeting Hamas squads in northern Gaza that have fired rockets into Israel. A virtual communications blackout means the only information is coming from official statements from both sides. The Israeli military says it hasn't suffered any new casualties. The Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry says that more than 7,700 Palestinians have died in the war so far, though we don't know how many of those are Hamas fighters. And tonight, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warned Israelis that the fighting, which he called the Second War of Independence, would be long and difficult. Our report is from Leila Milana Allen in Israel. On Saturday, dense smoke rising from airstrikes filled Gaza's skyline as Israel entered day two of escalated ground raids. The Israel Defense Forces released video of what it said were its tanks entering the Gaza Strip. In a press conference, Israeli officials called it a new phase of the war, but did not define it as a full-fledged ground invasion. In the past day, we have taken a step forward. We sent such powerful fire against the enemy that it made the ground shake. This was like nothing Hamas has ever experienced before. The Israeli side of the border remained heavily fortified. 
We were here on the border with Gaza last night as the Israel Defense Forces announced they were sending more ground troops in. They've confirmed this morning that they did attack Gaza last night from the air, from land and from the sea, accessing it from three points, the north, the east and the northeastern corner just behind me. This morning that operation is still ongoing and we can hear the sound of artillery fire coming from positions spread all across the border. Listen carefully. In a new video, the IDF issued another warning for Gazans in the north to leave. For your immediate safety, we urge all residents of northern Gaza and Gaza City to temporarily relocate south. But airstrikes have cut off internet and phone signal in Gaza. And Arabic, not English, is the main language for most Palestinians living in Gaza. Palestinians in the West Bank criticized the blackout. People can't even call each other and tell each other what is going on. Why are you censoring the media? Show us what you are doing. Why are you not showing the children that you killed? Why do you kill women? Some Israelis also criticized the increased attacks. Ilan Zakaria's niece, Eden, is among the Hamas hostages. At a gathering in Tel Aviv, he worries she and the other captives might become collateral damage. I'm scared of, you know, the situation uh, that if we put too much military pressure, uh, we, can, we could hit our own people. They could start butchering our people because of that. Outside the region, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan had harsh words for Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at a pro-Palestinian rally. Just as Netanyahu is a terrorist, the opposition says Hamas is a terrorist organization as well. Shame on you. Netanyahu said Israel held the moral high ground. This kidnapping was a crime against humanity. Those who are accusing our soldiers of war crimes are hypocrites and liars. They have no morality left. In response to Erdogan, Israel's foreign minister ordered the withdrawal of its diplomats from Turkey. In New York City Friday, activists with the group Jewish Voice for Peace demonstrated at Grand Central Station, calling for a ceasefire. The group said the NYPD arrested hundreds of protesters. And those Jewish peace activists, as well as so many others now, calling for a ceasefire because of what we're seeing in Gaza, particularly last night as Israeli ground operations intensified there, suddenly the phone and internet signal went out. One of Gaza's main phone companies sent a text message to its customers saying, we're so sorry, our towers are down, there's nothing we can do. All the supporting is... See, that's what I'm telling y'all women, and that's what I'm telling y'all guys, and, and, and all your other people. You hearing that the guy said they done blew up their thing and they can't call their family, their loved ones, they don't know what's going on, and this and that. That's the mindset I'm telling y'all women, y'all better be on, man. These people ain't playing games. I've been warning y'all. You know, I sit up here and talk crazy, shoot the jive, give y'all some little, you know, information or whatever. But I'm for real, for real, y'all. And if y'all never ever believe me or nothing I say, man, I hope y'all believe me on this one. Because what I'm seeing so far, but I ain't know. This is only the most high work. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a holy war, y'all.
Y'all just don't know. Bitten line, bitten Yahoo, whatever the not who. He's he's part of the devil. And he got a nerve to be calling everybody else wicked, but but himself. And this is what they gonna start doing and trying to do when they hit when they, when they hit the fan over here. Y'all living comfortable? Thinking comfortable is good. Okay. Keep thinking comfortable is good right now. Because if you're not trying to get yourself out of uncomfortable position so you can learn how to become uncomfortable, then hey, whew, I feel for you. Now, they over here in our land destroying it. That's why I tell her Africa. That's why I'm warning Africa too. This is the mindset that y'all gonna have to be on and watching y'all country too because they talking about the Middle East. It ain't no such thing as Middle East, y'all. That term, I'm older than that term, the Middle East. Because that term been made up in the Ronald Reagan era. All that whole thing is a whole continent of Africa. That's our land. And them people over there doing anything and how freely they want with our land. And look what they doing. And now they going over there stirring up all this mess with these Muslims. Now, I can understand you getting a Muslim here, a Muslim there, a Muslim there, a Muslim there, a Muslim there, or a Muslim around the corner. But when all of them stand up and be one for one cause, to destroy Israel, then what you gonna do? Then you gonna cry for ceasefire, peace talk. But <clears throat> peace talk, it'll be over then because you done stirred up some blood, some bad wounds, some bad information. And the people want to just wipe you away. And y'all going to let it get that far. And then, this is what I don't understand, fam. I never understood this. I didn't understand this in the police force. I don't understand this in the army force. Black man, black woman, Latino man, Latino woman, Native Indian man, Native Indian woman. Y'all going over there fighting a war that doesn't have nothing to do with y'all. 
doesn't have nothing to do with um, defending America. Now, if America want to go out here and defend other countries in the name of colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, let them do. Let white folks fight white folks battles. Let non-pigmentation people fight non-pigmentation battles. People of pigmentation shouldn't be fighting people of non-pigmentation battles. That's the only that's the only time non-pigmentation people want to love on you. Then when wartime is over with, then they want to go back to their mess. If you don't believe me, ask the old guys from Vietnam or World War One, World War Two, when they came back to America, how they was treated. In my mind, in my mind, and in my information, I see, I'm like, well, if my forefathers fathers went out here and fought for this country and came back and was treated like less than, why I'm going to fight, why I'm going to put myself and my family in a bad position like this? Why I'm going to fight in this country? Why I'm going to fight this war? They already, and this the mindset, y'all. This is what the mindset is, what the people in the military don't understand. That y'all allow somebody to get y'all by the balls over doo-doo paper. Because that's all y'all working for is doo-doo paper. These people don't care about you. You see it. They don't even care about the people in America. But you're going to go out here and fight. You're going to fight a war that means nothing. You see all these people hungry in America. And you're supposed to be in America military. You see all these people starving, homeless. Ain't got no home. Ain't got enough food. They got to go somewhere and try to get food. And you fight an American war. And then you going overseas, fight in a war that somebody else is doing wrong. And then they had the nerve to force y'all to take that COVID vaccine. And we found out that the COVID vaccine is poison. It doesn't work. And it took a lot of people's lives. People lost their careers for not taking that COVID shot and a lot of people lost their lives or things in their livelihood that messed up right now because they had taken that COVID vaccine so if American government made the military take a vaccine that is not or hasn't been tested proven safe but they made you take it because they felt like it now they got a nerve now they got a nerve to want me to go out here and fight a war that ain't got nothing to do with America 
that got to do with Israel, people that stole our land, the people that claim that they, they, they the true children of God. So why, if they're the true children of God, why do they need America help? Why don't they count on God? Why don't they call on the Most High if they the true children of God? That's what the people in the book did. But they going to call on America, the great Satan. And then the great Satan going out here act like he can save the world. But we got something for you, the great Satan. We got something for you. And I and a lot of people just don't know. I ain't scared. We I'm just the Bible said we just wait. The patients, the saints are patiently waiting and praying for the demise of America, the demise of our, 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 our enemies. Because there's a whole lot of nations out there, y'all don't realize that the Most High had called that, that, that they are our enemies. In the book of Psalms, if y'all realize and y'all read it, it says, when we came in captivity, all, all the nation have rejoiced. And the Bible called out all nations that rejoice in our captivity. So those nations that rejoice gonna get they get back. And that's and, and, and that's the main thing that the Caucasian man and the non-pigmentation woman and the non-pigmentation man fear. That's what they fear. The get back. They fear the big the get back so bad that they gonna they gonna continue oppressing and putting their knee in their neck and then doing this because they know when the get back get back, they ain't got nothing, they ain't gonna have no, they ain't gonna have no force. And I ask y'all, how if how if if a person doesn't have pigmentation in their body they say they lacking a whole lot of stuff and a person that do have pigmentation in their body they lacking a lot of stuff so how is the carcade the 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 non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman is a threat. Only, only threat they are is by the wickedness we allow them to be wicked to. Once we as a nation stop them, we ask the people of the world stop them from being wicked, we won't have this wickedness no more. And only people, only people I can give a pass to, only nation I can give a pass to at this point. Only non-pigmentation nation that I can give a pass to so far is Russia. I can give Russia a pass, y'all. I can give Russia a pass. It don't mean I trust Russia, but I give them a pass. 
And I'm looking at Putin. I'm checking out Putin. Putin walked like he a black man. Y'all just don't know Putin got that walk like they, he swagging on. I'm checking out my boy Putin. I said, Putin got a little brother in here. Putin great, 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 granddaddy's brother in him. Putin swagging like he a brother. Putin don't walk like, Putin don't walk like a Caucasian stiff man. Putin walk like the swag that he got the swag. Putin walk like he got the confidence. And everybody underestimating Putin. I'm not. I've been, since I've been on this podcast, I don't know Putin personally, but I know Putin walked. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening, I'm looking at Putin, Putin. I've been looking at Putin for almost two years. His thing, what he doing, what he don't want to do, what he saying. How he doing it? How he moving? And he, he and he's showing black people that they're they is the they're the children of God. He's showing you your history because Putin already know who's the true children of God. Putin already know all these things about us. It ain't nothing he could do about it because in order for us to get out of this mess, it's us to get out of this mess. We can't allow another man. That's just like a cocoon, y'all, like a butterfly in a cocoon. We all is in a cocoon as a nation. Black man, black woman, Latino man, Latino woman, Native Indian man, a native Indian woman, we all in a cocoon. And we just like that butterfly trying to work ourselves out and getting our wings strong from that cocoon. And if we allow another nation to help us pull out of that cocoon, then we're not going to be strong enough to fly. And right now, we're already in this cocoon. We see the message. We see the pain. We see the hurt. We see the dysfunctional. We see all this. Why you don't do nothing? Why you don't do nothing? Because the Most High hasn't put that bar out there for us to do anything. He said, be patient. Keep praying. Keep looking. And keep your light shining. Vengeance is his, says the Most High. And all these people that have been doing all this stuff, that's why I keep telling people, when somebody do you wrong, I know it hurt. Somebody talk about you sticks and stones. Somebody put their hands on you, do something physical. I know the pain. I know we go through things, but we can't do evil for evil. We have to allow the Most High to do this evil. And then, when we see them going through that evil, we either ask the Most High to forgive them and give them grace, or continue telling the Most High, you continue knocking them upside the head, all I care. 
No, I waited for all this time for all this sucker that did all this thing to me. And now I see him or see her in a bad state. And some of their bad state is because of what they did to me. Keep on busting up all the head. I, you know, I, I don't have, I, I think they, I say, I forgive them, but they still need work. Keep on busting. You know, and people are, always think that what goes around ain't going to come around. You could do stupid stuff or wicked stuff or try to steal somebody's stuff or take somebody's stuff and think you ain't going to get 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 a consequence for it. And we always want to go with vengeance because the Most High said vengeance is here. And when the Most High put the Spirit on you, to do the vengeance that he wants you to do is still vengeance is mine says the most high let's analyze well the white house put out a statement yesterday that said that as far as they were concerned israel should have no red line no accountability that israel has the right to total impunity and unaccountability according to the white house that's explicit rejection of international law that's explicit rejection of the concept of the rule of law. You don't actually believe in any of the things that you claim to believe in. You believe in power and you believe in brutality and you always have. Now you've got uh, American warships over there now and you better be careful because they might just bomb one of your own ships just to blame it on Hamas because yes, that's also something that they've done before and if you don't know, look it up. The USS Liberty. Everyone in the world knows that the United States doesn't follow any rules of war either. America and its allies have a long and blood-soaked history. The United States and Europe have been like ships sailing on a sea of blood. The blood of Africa, the blood of Latin America, the blood of the Middle East and the blood of Asia. Well, I don't think that there's been a genocide that you didn't support. From Congo to California, from the Philippines to Palestine. You know, you didn't even fight the Nazis to stop the Holocaust. You carpet-bombed civilians in Germany. You murdered 80,000 innocent people in an instant in Hiroshima and another 40,000 at Nagasaki in an instant, all in so-called self-defense. The rules that you make up on the fly, you still don't even follow those. That's because you are violent. You are violent and you believe in violence. What was that that not, uh, Netanyahu said? We're the people of the light, bombing women and babies, hospitals, churches, dropping a white phosphorus on people to burn their skin off, blowing up entire city blocks of innocent civilians. That's the people of the light. You think that your violence is sacred. You think it's holy, sanctified atrocity. You think that the more violent you are and the more you're able to get away with that violence, the more it means that you're justified, the more it means that you are superior. And the superior always have the right to do whatever they want, don't they? If you can get away with being sadistic and evil, then you think it's proof of your superiority. And anyone who opposes you or expects you to follow any kind of rules is committing the ultimate crime of questioning your superiority. You're the people of the light, after all. And anyone who expects you to act like a normal, decent, law-abiding human being, they must be people of the darkness. And when you say uh, Israel has the right to defend itself, what you're really saying is uh, they have the right to defend their supremacy and no one has the right to challenge it. That's what you're really saying. That's what
what you really mean. If you wonder why Hamas did what they did, why everything that happened since October 7th should tell you why. Because the Zionists, now I won't say the Jews, and I won't even say the Israelis, but the Zionists are a fanatic, psychopath, sadistic, racist, bloodthirsty, unholy monster. Armageddon cult of the right-wing Christian Zionists are just the same, and it's a disgrace upon humanity for them to not be uh, confronted and resisted. It's Western supremacy, colonialist, imperialist supremacy that's being confronted. That's what's being confronted in Gaza. It's Western colonialist, imperialist supremacy that's committing genocide in Gaza right now. Everyone in the world is against you. Everyone in the global south. Gaza is a microcosm of centuries of anti-colonialist struggle. The entire global south, the BRICS nations, uh, all called for a ceasefire. The whole global south is undertaking frantic diplomacy, trying to bring peace and an end to the carnage in Gaza. And who's against that? The West, as always. America tells everyone, don't escalate. Meanwhile, they're sending warships and they're sending special forces to Israel. They say, don't escalate while they are escalating. I'm telling you, this is a showdown now, not between uh, Hamas and the Israelis, not between Palestine and Israel, not between the Arabs and the Jews or the Muslims and the Jews. It's a showdown between savage Western supremacy and the civilized world because you wanted uh, to pivot to the global south. You wanted to transition the global economy, but you're sick. You're power mad. You can't stand uh, for anyone to be genuinely free from your control. Just like, you know, you so-called abolished slavery in America, but you still wanted to be able to put black toddlers on leashes and send them into swamps to attract alligators for you to hunt. Never mind if those babies got devoured in the process. Yes, you did that. And you're exactly the same right now today. Anyone's freedom anywhere is a threat to your supremacy everywhere. You know, you can see all those old pictures of people having picnics with their families in the American South, uh, having sandwiches under the swinging bodies of black people who they just lynched. But right now, tonight, you're sitting in front of the television watching CNN and eating pizza, watching a genocide take place in Gaza. Well, you're no better than the generations before you. And you're exactly the same right now today. Anyone's freedom anywhere is a threat to your supremacy everywhere. You know, you can see all those old pictures of people having picnics with their families in the American South, uh, having sandwiches under the swinging bodies of black people who they just lynched. But right now, tonight, you're sitting in front of the television watching CNN and eating pizza, watching a genocide take place in Gaza. Well, you're no better than the generations before you. You never change. Your great-grandchildren's generation won't have any power. I need some help understanding something this beautiful morning. Just got out the shower, was doing a little scrolling on the TikTok, and I came across a video. And it was a lady with the Israeli Security Council. And they were talking about things that are going on between Israel and Palestine and how to bring about resolution, blah, 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 blah. The lady goes on to say, that the biggest threat that Israel faces is black people. 
Yeah, you heard me right. The lady on the Security Council said the biggest threat to Israel is black people. We're not even involved in the conflict that you have going on. You got Iran breathing down your back, Hezbollah breathing down your back, Hamas breathing down your back, China breathing down your back, Turkey breathing down your back, and all of these other Poland breathing down your back. I want how is it that black people are the greatest threat to Israel? And we not involved in anything that y'all got going on. Do they know something? A truth, perhaps. I need somebody to help me understand this. And I'm willing to accept all comments. And this is just a video that I'm making. I want to help me understand. How is it that when black people are not even involved in the conflict, we are still viewed as the greatest threat against them and no black people even involved. Can somebody, anybody, help me understand this? Like I said, the understanding is we're the true children of God. Right? And if we're the true children of God and they know we're the true children of God and we're awakened to find out that we are the true children of God, that means the imposters needs to go. The that means the imposters are phony. That means the imposters that are in Egypt and the imposters that are in our lands has to go. And they and all the people in America that have been sending them billions and millions of dollars gonna stop. Their rulership in this world is not no more. Of course, of course, I'll have a problem then. Exposing the sample, call him Kunye West. America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction. Should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance. Hear the bravery in my voice. You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words make America great again, all it means is make blacks and Latinos slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, boom, clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave. Mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when burning our bodies was sweet savor. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in 
hate. Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake, saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket drop. Evil, cerebral, and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seemed the people higher self got the lower self-esteem. You're made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing that hat that said your soul is for sale. Yeah, look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hold, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra I stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Zeke, AKA Five Lord, Sakari. All oh, praise you, how about Shimmy Shy. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, this ain't the land of our rest. All right? We under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.